Blog Talk Radio. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA, the Love Zone USA, the Love Zone USA. Thank you. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Love Zone USA. My name is Mike T. I'm your host. I think I'm broadcasting here live tonight uh, for your listening pleasure. It's the place where you can listen to your heart. And as we say, you can live, love, and learn. And we're spreading love all over the world. And tonight's show, I think we're going to do what we usually do, and that's educate, elevate, and try to entertain. We'll be here till 10 p.m. And we have one more Thursday of the month of May before we get ready for Black Music Month. But this is the start, I guess tomorrow, of a short day for what we call Memorial Day weekend, getting ready for, I guess, pre-summer. Yeah, pre-summer. Weather's looking good here on the East Coast. And uh, unfortunately for our friends in the Midwest, a lot of uh, tornadoes and, and weather isn't, uh, Mother Nature isn't being too nice, but this is her turn. But uh, it is more in the news now, and we uh, send our prayers and and definitely our, um, you know, condolences to those who may have lost lives and lost, lost family members. But uh, as usual, you know, they say time heals all wounds. Be careful out there. I'm sure there'll be ways for all of us to uh, contribute and, and, and assist those after, you know, the floods and, and storms are over in the Midwest. In the meantime, in between time, there's something else on my plate tonight besides the show that I want to mention, and that's uh, Black Music Month. We're going to be doing something special. I've been working on it, got another week to uh, try to get it together. I'm kind of last minute, but... Uh, I think we can pull the strings tight enough that it'll come out okay. Uh, a lot of uh, spoke to some buddies of mine at a old radio. Well, actually, the first radio station that I worked at. It's called WNJR AM Radio here in New Jersey, better known as Black Rock AM. And uh, we have a, I guess, a fan page out there that says uh, Pioneers of Black Radio, and that's what uh, many before us were considered, and I guess we're now part of that bunch because we learned from some of those uh, older guys that preceded us. And I'll be bringing on some of those personalities during the course of Black Music Month. So I want you all to mark that on your calendar. We're going to feature Black Music here. We're going to give you a taste of it tonight. And we're going to bring back some of the personalities that helped shape I guess the backdrop of your life, lives growing up, listening to music, you know, by various artists like Stevie Wonder, The Gap Band, Cameo, mm, Dionne Warwick, Temptations, Motown, Stax, Recording Artists, Isaac Hayes. Yeah, you're going to get a whole bunch of that during Black Music Month. We're going to get into a lot of uh, classic soul R&B. So tell your friends about it, and we're going to bring on some personalities that uh, shaped the music and tell you some stories about radio back in the day. And uh, we got a lot. (laughs) And uh, for those of you who have our parents out there and uh, your uh, child or young adult is considering the radio business, well, that's the month you definitely want to listen to this station. We always say for the love of uh, music, for the love of uh, hearts, well, Black Music Month is for the love of black music and the education of it. And we're going to bring all that to you during the month of uh, 
June. You're going to hear some of the stories of why it happened, how it happened, and who made it happen. <laughs> yeah, and there's going to be, this isn't going to be a, a, a what I call a, a presidential um, <laughs> historical uh, layout where there may be some uh, untruths. We're going to tell the truth. We're going to keep it 100. What actually and what really happened. My name is Mike T. As all of you probably know, and for those of you who are new, we're glad you're with us. And for those of you who may have to leave for any moment, I know the playoffs tonight. Another game between Milwaukee and uh, none other than, um, you know, the uh, what is it, the Portland Trail? But no, they're playing. Uh, they're playing the Bucks. The Bucks are playing the Claw. <laughs> that guy, he is. He he's he's. I call him the silent assassin. That guy is phenomenal. Although I don't want him to be against um, the, uh, what they call them, the flub-a-dub-dubs, flub-a-dubs, <laughs> San Francisco Warriors. I want to see Milwaukee play them, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit tonight. But if you happen to you know leave or you want to watch the game, just turn the sound down on that and listen to the music here. We got to... Really good show for you planned tonight. It's uh, title 30-something and single. We're talking to millennials tonight. For those of you who are a little older, you might want to grab the link to this show and play it for them later or send it to them, share it, because they'll learn a lot. We're going to talk about why they are single and not married. <laughs> and in our promo, we had a, a picture of a grandma <laughs> having a heart attack hearing that her grandbaby was 30 and not married. Have you been in that predicament where you go to a party or, uh, oh, upcoming this weekend, mm, Memorial Day barbecues. People are saying, what's going on? When are you getting married? And you're 30 years old and you're wondering that same question. Well, we're going to talk about that this evening. My uh, co-host will be here in just a little while. Her name is Fallon Moreno, and we're going to enjoy having her as we always do my new co-host here on the Love Zone USA. But right now, I'm going to take you into one of those songs that uh, WNJR played a part in making famous. You know, all of the radio stations, the AM and FM R&B stations back in the 60s and 70s, 80s. It was, a, I guess, a cohesive but separate network. Everybody's trying to get ratings. Um, it's competition at its best. Who can put together the best playlists, hire the best talent and radio personalities, and most importantly, play the best music. And in New Jersey, there was no other like Black Rock Radio. I'm going to give you a taste of it right now. We used to call it 1430 AM. This is yours truly, Mike T. on the wheels of steel, and I'm going to kick it off with the spinners right now. And it's entitled, It's a Shame, on the LoveZoneUSA.com. It's a shame the way you hurt me. It's a shame 
Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. Oh 
back up with Mr. Clive Davis. We're going to be playing some more new music for you this evening, so stick and stay, don't go away. We'll be back with more music right after this. Want to generate more traffic and sales for your business starting now? Well, here's the marketing tool you've been looking for. What about advertising your business product or service to singles? Well, everybody knows. 
singles have the most money to spend, and the LoveZoneUSA.com has accumulated the largest audience of singles on Internet radio. They've done this through a variety of shows discussing sex and controversial topics in the areas of relationships, dating, and marriage. They've also attracted celebrities to their show who are known by millions of listeners and fans, like The Temptations, divorce attorney Raul Felder, Gloria Allred, and Danny Glover. Your business will be exposed as a sponsor of a variety of shows with universal themes featuring love and music, celebrities, sex, and other controversial topics, offering your business maximum exposure to singles who have the most discretionary income to spend. So contact one of our business consultants today so they can show you how you can generate more traffic and sales to your website by becoming a sponsor of the LoveZoneUSA.com. That's right. And if you want to... uh you know, spend a little money with us and advertise your website or your business on the Love Zone USA. Just send an email to sales at the lovezoneusa.com. So it's truly Mike T and we've got uh, more music coming up, but I want to remind you tonight's show is about 30 somethings and singles. Why? <laughs> That's the big question. Yeah. Why are you still single and you're 30 something years old? We're going to talk about that with uh, my co-host a little later on this evening. Uh, we got some more time, and uh, we're going to get back into more music right now. want to remind you that uh, we got somebody special coming up next week. Yeah, that's next Thursday. I believe it's confirmed. I definitely have to double-check, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say he will be here. Who is it? Well, we're going to tell you when we come back after this music interlude as we're going to kick it off with Ed Sheeran. This one's entitled Shape of You on the LoveZoneUSA.com. The club isn't the best place to find a lover, so the bar is where I go. Me and my friends at the table doing shots, tripping fast, and then we talk slow. Come over and start up a conversation with just me And trust me, I'll give it a chance now Take my hands up and find the man on the jukebox And then we start to dance And now I'm singing like, girl, you know I want your love Your love was handmade for somebody like me Come on now, follow my lead I may be crazy, don't mind me Say, boy, let's not talk too much Grab on my waist and put that body on me Come on now, follow my lead Come, come on now, follow my lead Grab on my waist and put that body 
follow my lead. Come, come on now, follow my lead. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet. Although my heart is falling too. I'm in love with your body. And last night you were in my room. And now my bed sheets smell like you. Every day discovering something brand new. Well, I'm in love with your body. Jack Tom, join us plus my co-host, J. Anthony Brown. This is J. Anthony Brown. If you want to hear some good talk and some good music, listen to the Mike T. Show on the Love Zone, USA.com. That's what I do. Watch out there now. Come on, DJ. Hit me with another track. Can't 
Well, you got a little bit of Beyonce there, back to back here inside the Love Zone USA. It's yours truly, Mike T. And we've got our show getting ready for you right here as I uh, go over to my screen a little bit and, uh, you know, just adjust things just a tad. We're going to come back with more music and we're going to get right into our topic. Our topic tonight is 30 something and single. Why? <laughs> we're going to answer that question hopefully for you tonight. And if you have some friends that fit that description, be sure to hit them up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, all the social media and tell them to listen in. We're going to come back with our topic and more music coming up right after. Often imitated, but never duplicated. The LoveZoneUSA.com, where you hear the best lawyers. Hi, this is Gloria Allred. I'll be on the Love Zone USA. Doctor. I am a uh, licensed professional counselor here in Atlanta, Georgia. I specialize in love relationships. Author. My name is Ralph Richard Banks. I am also the author of Is Marriage for White People? When I need to lead the weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover. And music on the internet. The premier station discussing dating, relationships, sex, and marriage with common sense advice where you can listen to your heart and we live and learn on the lovezoneusa.com Well, just to uh, sneak it in there uh, while uh, I'm getting ready for my co-host, I want to remind you that next uh, let's see, next Thursday. Well, I'm going to announce it now. I know I'm going out on a, on a limb. I haven't seen the email just yet. But we have been working on a special celebrity to come on our show next Thursday. And from what I understand, it is uh, about to be confirmed. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say he'll be here. Ladies and gentlemen, mark your calendars. We're going to be playing some of his music next before we... Uh, after we uh, talk a little bit about our topic, who am I talking about? Well, he's been around for many, many years. Matter of fact, I used to play his records in my bedroom when they were on 45 on a spindle. His name is Mr. Phil Perry. He's going to be here next Thursday night. Mark your calendars. Yeah, keep it locked in to Love Zone USA. We're going to bring you the best of not only topics, but entertainment and celebrities as well. We're going to be playing some of his music in a minute, but uh, right now I want to bring in my co-host and uh, say good evening to the lovely Fallon. Fallon, how are you? I am great, Mike. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I can't wait for that um, for them to be on. That's going to be a great, awesome show. I'm excited about that one. Oh, yeah. We're going to feature a lot of his music and talk to him and just, I guess, kick back and just relax. We call it the Champagne Toast and Tribute to the Stars. So we're going <laughs> to allow the... Uh, I guess listeners to call in as well, and it should be a fun night. It should yeah. really be a fun night. But tonight's show, we've got thirty something, thirty something, and single, and uh, we're going to talk about why these millennials are not getting married. And uh, <laughs> why don't we start off with you, what, what what you think, um, Fallon? Why why do you think the thirty uh, year olds are not um, following in their some of their parents' footsteps? Uh, a lot of baby boomers. Didn't make that leap, but they did kind of, 
you know, bring tradition of their grandparents or their parents into the mix. So why do you think these yeah. millennials are not taking that a step? Um, that's a really good question. And I think there's so many different reasons why. I mean, when I think about it, um, a lot of the single people I know, it's so many different scenarios as to why they're single and, you know, even myself. Um, why are millennials not getting married? I think, unfortunately, in America, the divorce rate is so high that little by little, I think people started growing up seeing their parents divorce, and unfortunately, a lot of them wind up hating each other, you know, and um, I think people just have got discouraged from it, Um you know, sometimes it sounds overrated to a lot of people. Unfortunately, here you don't see a lot of very enthusiastically happily married people, you know. And so I think it kind of deters you from, like, that vision. Like, it sounds beautiful, like, to be married and to have your husband. And, you know, it sounds great, but I think a lot of people now are just kind of scared of getting married, you know, and there's all these cliches about, you know, you're not getting married, you're getting buried, and, you know, that's really sad because marriage is a beautiful thing, you know, and just the fact that there's so many, you know, thoughts and negative views on it now, it it sucks, and I think it just tears people away, you know. Well, I'm going to play part of my thoughts. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate tonight, and I'm going to be on both sides of the fence. I want to first go on the the side of the fence of, um, I guess, defense of the millennials, and then uh, switch, (laughs) flip the switch. If we take it back to my parents, um, who would be the, what what they call them, the greatest generation, uh, well, most millennials' grandparents would be my parents. It was a different time then, you know. You had two two income. Well, you had one income household. Men were supposed to be breadwinners, and that was the model. And uh, women stayed at home and took care of the kids. That changed with the baby boomers and the uh, throw off your bra and uh, independence. You know, uh, women's lib generation. And it mm-hmm. came out that there would be two parents that could go to work. Why do I have to sit at home and just take care of the kids? So uh, that, right. that came during my generation. And I think that changed the dynamic of getting married and what the roles of marriage was. And now mm-hmm. if you look at the millennials and you say, well, they had two models. One, the older generation that did it for, you know, the grandparents did it for many reasons, um, you know, uh, because it was financially, uh, you know, kind of tough uh, with one parent household, uh, one parent income, if I must say, then, um, you know, when those jobs left and went over to uh, to China and Mexico, then you had my generation where over in America, it wasn't a lot of factories around and people started changing and then women's lib. If the millennials were looking at those two models as what marriage was, then mm-hmm. that's probably led to their being discouraged. 
Um, you know, people in the yeah. baby boomer generation were getting married and just staying married for the sake of the kids uh, in miserable situations. Um, you know, there are a lot of different dynamics, climbing the corporate ladder and the stress of that. And, and you know, even with the woman out of the house and now you have nannies and, and daycare comes into play, whereas you know, in the generation before that, you had the mother taking care of the kids, but you needed the two-parent incomes in the baby boomer generation or the women's lib generation. And now the millennials have those two generations as a model, and I think that helps deter them, you know, from what their ideal of marriage is. So that's my take yeah. on, you know, why many of them haven't gotten married. Um, but yeah. if you look at marriage as being the number one reason for divorce, and that's finance, uh, I look at the millennials and I say, you know, the the job market is totally different from their generation to the baby boomers' generation. And I'll give you one instance where, you know, the baby boomers to me are the generation, the first generation to go into corporate America where there was no playbook. There was no instruction manual. It wasn't their parents. My parents, uh, my mother worked at unemployment. My father worked as a rigger in, in the, uh, you know, construction and, and equipment moving business. Um, my uncles worked in factories. Uh, for for our generation, like I tell a lot of my friends, we're the first generation to go into corporate America with no playbook, no mentors, and not knowing which way is up. Now, yeah. you give that playbook to any couples, whatever generation, uh, you're going to have a lot of uh, what I call trial and error. It's a lot of trial yeah. and error. And, you know, you're trying to navigate climbing up the corporate ladder, yet have a, have, having a marriage. And on top of that, now you have a, um, a double-edged sword where women are uh, going into the workplace and you both have to concern yourself with daycare and who's going to take care of the kids if, the grandparents aren't, and that brings up daycare and a whole lot of other situations. So it added another, what I call a prong to to what millennials would see as an example of marriage, which with that trial and error in the baby boomers generation, with nobody having a an exact playbook, there were probably more failures than success. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's... Um a really good point to bring up too because that's kind of like what I meant. It's times have gradually changed and I think we're just kind of at an awkward time um, period, especially for the younger generation. We're kind of like in the middle of a big changes, but they haven't really had um, and, and slowly but surely women are kind of taking men's roles too, you know, and I think um, we're not, it's happening at a faster pace than, you know, guys are ready for. And they're, you know, becoming, they're not as feminine as they used to. It's not like the old days, like, as you mentioned, they just stay home, take care of the kids, and do what the man says, you know. Now women are starting to wear the boots, and I think um, it's, you know, men are having a hard time coping, which, I mean, it, I kind of do believe in the men should 
be the leader of the home, you know. I don't think the woman, definitely, I think, you know, I myself am a very independent person, and I don't care how rich my husband was, I could never just stay at home and take care of the kids, you know. Um, I want to have my own life to show for, and I think women should take their power and do just that. But at the same time, if you're in a relationship with a man and you guys are living, you know, as a household, then he should definitely be the leader. And, you know, I do believe that a woman should follow the the man's lead. But women now, because I think social media and stuff, and they're so empowered, which is great, but I think they're kind of losing that ideal, you know. And I think that has a lot to do with, the change too of women becoming so independent now and not needing a man like how it was, you know, not even that long ago, 10, 20 years ago, you know. So I think that, exactly. that definitely has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about the change in dynamics in the role. And then, uh, like I said, I'm going to flip the script a little later. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about 30 something and still single. Why? Uh, why should I get married? Maybe that's the question that a lot of millennials are asking, and we'll uh, try to tackle that when we come back, because right now we're going to get into what I call some great Phil Perry music. He'll be here next week, and he's going to be our guest on the Love Zone USA, and we're going to feature him, and uh, you can call in and ask him some questions. We're going to open up the phone lines for you tonight as well, as as we will, uh, but we got another segment to talk about as to why do you think millennials should get married? We're going to answer that question when we come back. But right now, sit back, relax, and enjoy some Phil Perry on the Love Zone USA. This is entitled FML.
Loved good. I spend my evenings with Mike T on the LoveZoneUSA.com. He knows how to love you right.
Love Zone USA. Love Zone USA. Here. Love here. Me and Mrs. Jones. We got a thing going Back in, we're going to go into uh, why uh, these uh, 
millennials should get married. Well, you know, one of the reasons you got to look at the fact that in their 20s, you know, there's a lot of uh, self-indulgence, them going around and sowing their oats and trying to figure out who's right for them. You know, you got to figure that they just came out of college and they're entering their careers. And first thing on their mind is trying to get a job probably first before looking for a soulmate. They just came out of a life of books. So, uh, you know, there's probably most on their mind. Then after they establish a job, um, and that's probably just what it is, a job, they are trying to figure out, okay, how do I go down this railroad track to get up the the road to get to my career? Because if by 25 they've uh, found something that they're into via their major, if they're lucky enough to do that, then um, they're probably doing a lot of exploration, and which we call sowing their oats during their 20s to figure out, you know, a life of freedom. Uh, they're not governed by the school clock anymore, but they're probably close to the career clock. And uh, they're just kind of footloose and fancy free during that decade. But, you know, that's a time when I look back in 2020 hindsight, and I think most people will, uh, it should have been a little, little less footloose and fancy free and a little bit more um, deciding how you're planning your life. And I don't think that's a, a, a prerequisite for a lot of people in their 20s. What do you think, Fallon? Definitely not, especially now, 100% not. I think that's the last thing on their mind is trying to figure out who they will spend their life with. Like you said, they just got out of college. Um, and I think everybody, I mean, deep down, we all want to have relationships. We're not meant to be alone. We all should have somebody that we can, you know, team with, do the things called life with. You know, everybody wants that. Um, But nowadays, everybody's just, especially for the 20-year-olds, you know, growing up in a party mentality and focus, like you said, on a career and not so much a relationship. And it's kind of become the norm for, you know, the 20s and, well, at least 20s. Um, You know, casual sex is not like it used to be, you know. It's become the norm and... You know, that's why I think um, a lot of the people, you know, the millennials have a time growing up. And like you said, why do I want to get married? You know, um, unfortunately, for the most part, there hasn't been too much that's been enticing. You know, it's been, and that goes back to what I was saying earlier about the the divorce rate and unfortunately how we see a lot of the marriages end, you know, um, definitely. I mean, even for me, you know, I would love to spend my life, find, you know, be with one person and spend the rest of my life with that person, you know, for them to be my best friend and my life team partner, you know, but does that mean I necessarily want to get married or need to get married, you know, um, for me, I think there's like a lot of political reasons why society tries to make it us uh, to always get married, and a lot of it is financial, you know. And I said it before for me, like um, I just go as I go, kind of, you know. Like I just really take my rela- relationship day to day and see where it where it leads, you know. And that's fun for me, and I and I've enjoyed those relationships so much more 
than the ones with the pressure and trying to figuring out, you know, where is this going? Where is it not going? I mean, definitely, definitely need to have that conversation, you know, but not to try to plan so far in advance, you know, and I think that's kind of where a lot of people are right now, not just in relationships, but in their life too, you know, it seems like, you know, more and more people are just kind of winging it, <laughs> you know? Well, you know, when you, you think of a, uh you know, a permanent long-term relationship. The question is how much yeah. experience does a young person have during dating and, and cho- making choices? And the big question is, have they had their very first heartbreak as of yet? Was it during high school or was it, you know, during college or was it right after college? That heartbreak, yeah. that big heartbreak will set you into a reversal of, Wow, I gave my all, I was in it to win it. Whatever yeah. happened that caused that heartbreak, probably somewhere yeah. in your late teens or twenties, that's gonna make you double check yourself on moving forward. And then you have to sit down and pencil and paper and figure out what you really want because you thought what you had was what you really wanted. So so give me give me an idea, Fallon. What age were you when you had your first heartbreak? Um, I I think I was in high school. My first heartbreak was my high school breakup, you know, my first love. And unfortunately, wasn't my only heartbreak, you know. I've been in a few relationships, and it's always painful when somebody who you were once in love with, you're no longer with that person, you know. That's, that's always painful, but I definitely think it's all in the process of growing and figuring out who you are, you know. And maybe people shouldn't be getting married at 20 years old. I really, um, I'm personally very thankful that I have not got married yet because I'm, I've learned so much about myself and um, there's so much to learn about so many things in dating different people, you know, um, but doing it wisely, you know, um, and People are really are your teachers, you know. I've taken so much from every relationship experience, whether it be dating or every relationship that I was in. And now I've come to form. Now I feel like I finally came to a place where I really, really know myself and understand myself, and I'm ready, you know, now to attract the perfect person for me, you know. And I think the reason I'm still single is because I wasn't at that place before, you know, I was still learning what I really wanted in somebody, what I valued most, um, what I love most about myself, where my weaknesses are, um, and just growing, you know, and I don't think there should necessarily be an age. And I think it's a whole society thing too about, you know, you need to get married at this age and, you know, you have to do this then and this then and step by step and, you know, how I am with rules. (laughs) Um, They're meant to be broken. (laughs) Um, So I think you should just really, it's in your own timing. Even if you're 80 years old and you finally find the love of your life, you know, then great. It's all perspective, you know, how you look at it. At things, if you feel like you should get married and you really want to be married to somebody and and you know have a kid and do the family life, then definitely do it. But 
I think if it's just more pressure from your family and society and you feel bad about yourself because you feel like you're 30 or you're mid-30s, maybe even pushing 40 and still don't have that. But it, that doesn't define you. It's like, are you happy where you are in your life? You're still learning and growing. And I believe everybody comes to us for in our perfect time for whatever reason. Maybe they're not our forever person, but they're definitely there to teach us what we want in our forever person. Well, you know, you bring up an interesting point, you know, 20s, 30s, and you start thinking about marriage, you're thinking about, well, is this my life mate? And then are we going to have kids? And financially, how many kids do they want? And uh, how's that all (laughs) going to work out? And, you know, am I settled in my career to be able to afford kids? And where are we going to live? And are we going to live in an apartment? Are we going to move to a condo? Is it going to be a house? You know, all those considerations <laughs> and um, you just got out of your 20s and, uh, you know, this is my defense part of the segment mm-hmm. of people who are, um, you know, young and about to make that leap in their 30s and they have no experience. And who's who's guiding them and was their was their parents their best role model for what they saw or people around them? And we're also mm-hmm. going to talk about when we come back, um, you know, kids planning for kids. Whoa, that's a whole nother topic, but we're going to do that (laughs) right when we come back (laughs) and talk about that a little bit. But right now, I want to take you back. And like I said, next month is Black History Month. Uh, Me and Fallon are going to be here along with some guests. I'm going to bring some very special guests from my old uh, WNJR days and, you know, play some of the music that we, you know, had a hand in making hits and shaping this thing we call R&B. When we come back, Fallon and I are going to talk about being in your 30s and uh, thinking about getting a home and kids. But before that, we're going to take you on a little ride back in time with a little bit of R&B. If you want to call in and you're a millennial or you know someone who is and you want to chime in on this subject, the telephone number is 347-539-5729, 347-539-5729. But if you've made it to your 30s, well, you know, we had a R&B record back in the day that uh, you definitely wanted to do this. It's by Cooling the Game. And uh, they're one of the groups that are going to be uh, coming on and gracing us this coming month that we're working on, having here as guests. Yeah, they just came off American Idol. But like I said, once you get to your 30s and out of your 20s and you've been partying, yeah, and you're thinking about a home or maybe having your first kid, oh, when it happens, well, Cool in the Gang says this, on the Love Zone USA, it's a celebration.
Daddy Kane, and trust me, when it comes to love, there's no half stepping on the love zone. USA.
Hi, this is Cool the Cool in the Gang. When you want the best in love and entertainment, be sure to listen to the Girlfriend Network, where you not only get advice on dating, but the best music on the internet, with a little summer madness on the Love Zone, USA.com. Well, did I lose Fallon? Hello, Fallon. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Oh, I thought they kidnapped you. I was just putting the put the APB out. <laughs> so, I guess we will uh, get into our next segment, talking about kids. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, we want to hear, you know, if there's any millennials out there who want to give us their takes on preparing for a family in your 30s or if you are 30, if you have kids already, uh, give us a call. We want to hear your input. Our number is 347-539-5729. So uh, coming out of your 20s, You're in your 30s. If you haven't had kids already, what do you think millennials are thinking about when they're thinking about kids? Because they're probably still knocking boots. So what do you think is on your minds uh, at that point, Fala? I think, I mean, eventually it definitely has to come across everyone's mind at some point, especially if you're dating and um, you are really into the person you're dating or you're in love and you're thinking about marrying this person, I'm sure the topic of kids or at least the idea of kids has come across their mind. The less they mutually agreed, they don't want kids. Um, But I think, you know, if you are in your 20s and preparing for kids, that's you know, that's great if you feel like you're in a, in a point in your life where you're ready to take that step because that is a huge step and a lot changes in a relationship when you do have kids with someone. Um, but I think more so than planning, I see a lot of kids that just kind of happen, and I think the couples are definitely not ready. Um, there's so much that goes on with women trying to, you know, trap guys by having their kids. And, I mean, you'd be surprised, but I guess guys try to do the same thing. (laughs) This is like a thing, you know, um, a tactic. And a lot of the time, unfortunately, the kids are used as bait. And you mentioned earlier, too, about relationships and couples that stay together just because they have kids, which I think is definitely the wrong thing to do. I think if you are in a relationship and you do have kids, you should be an example to your child of what love is. And if you can be an example of what love is, then you should take them out of the toxic situation. You know, if two people are not happy with each other and they're constantly arguing, um, then it's, that's not a healthy environment to raise a kid in. I think you have to really make sure your foundation is strong and you guys 
both have to be on the same page before even thinking about kids. And I do believe in living with somebody before you marry them, you know. It might be a cliche thing, but I think it's really important to, you know, you don't really know somebody, I think, fully until you live with them, you know. So you can kind of get a glimpse of what this person is like, you know, at all times and to live with them. And if you can make it through that, you know, that's definitely a step and a strong sign that you can make it through marriage as well and raising kids, which is on a whole nother level and is not easy. So, Well, the question becomes, the, the question really becomes, do you know what you want? And have you had time to even live alone? Uh, before, you know, entering this possible union or even thinking about having kids. And uh, Mm -hmm. do you really know what you want? And have you had time to live alone yourself? Because a lot of times coming out of college, you've had a roommate or or then going into the world of work, you're probably not making a lot of money. You might be looking for a roommate in those situations. So, you know, have, Mm -hmm. have these people, you know, getting into their 30s, are they still living at home? Uh, are they just branching out, and have they had their own space for a period of time? How important is that to, uh, you know, being able to get to know yourself and, and, and make a list for a partner because mm-hmm. they're going to be things that you have discovered about yourself. If you're coming out of high school, living at home, then you're going to college, you're living with a roommate, then yeah. let's say you do get your first apartment. Well, wow, that's mm-hmm. that's a whole nother Another world. Now you got to manage the light bill, the uh, rent bill, the mm-hmm. car note, uh, all this stuff. Navigate. You got an employer who's, uh, you know, not really that stable. Maybe your your first job isn't in corporate America. It's a small business because you've passed out two hundred, three hundred resumes, and and the competition is fierce after graduation. Uh, life gets real. <laughs> yeah. Life gets really real. And so, yeah. you know, do you know what you want and and are you ready to take on these other responsibilities, especially a life of a child? You know, and then we got to talk about managing money. Woo. Yeah. Have you have you managed mm-hmm. any money yet on your own? Uh, do you do you understand what credit is? Uh, can you balance a checkbook is my question. Yeah. There are so yeah. many things after you come out of your 20s that are wake-up calls for your 30s. And, uh, you know, like I said, our our promo had a grandmother fainting. Um, I think she was fainting because she knew this kid wasn't ready. (laughs) (laughs) You know, 30 years old, uh, she she knows Bobo ain't ready for (laughs) no marriage yet. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's probably the bigger problem. So, you know, when you couple all those things together, the question really becomes, do you really know what you want? Do you know who you are? Have you lived by yourself? And have you faced mm-hmm. adversity, you know, car trouble, mm-hmm. and then having to navigate, you know, managing that and getting to work? Let's say you don't live close to your job and you're in your late 20s. Now you got a, uh, you, you got a, 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 a transmission problem. Woo! Yeah, I'm going I'm I'm giving it to you straight. No chaser, just like I like my Hennessy. I'm giving you real <laughs> world. So why aren't aren't you married? And these things are starting to pop up in your life. I think there's what we call trepidation. What do you think, Valor? 
yeah, you are 110% right. And that's what I meant before when I was saying, you know, I'm glad I, I had the time to, to be, uh, date different people and be by myself. I think it's so crucial to do just that, to learn how to life by yourself because then you just become codependent and needy, you know, and you can't function without the other person and that's not a healthy relationship. But when two people can come, you know, one is one with so much power and ready for life and stand and know who they are and not need each other but want to be together, that's what makes a power couple, you know. That's when you have a thriving, beautiful relationship. But, um, you know, 30 years old is really young, especially beginning early 30s. Definitely don't think um, it is the ideal time for marriage. I think you should wait and kind of explore or or not even necessarily um, an age limit, but like you mentioned, your experience. What is your experience in relationships? Have you found what you wanted? Do you know what you want a person? Do you know who you are? You know, you can't be in a relationship so entrenched in somebody else when you can't even answer those own questions for yourself, you know? So I think it's really, really important to take that time and figure out who you are before you really think about devoting your life and being a partner to somebody else. Well, beside all of that, that's, uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, very important to do the things that you just said. And, uh, you know, it it brings a a little bit of maturity in your 30s. And and then with women, they're looking at, Mm -hmm. well, um, the clock is ticking. The clock is, the baby (laughs) clock is ticking. You know, they're 34, 35. They are not even close to finding Mr. Right. You know, dates are, (laughs) if you've come out of your 20s and you've been dating and you've been navigating your career, the kind of people you meet, (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you look back at your college classes, then you go out to your first job, is your soulmate really at your first job? (laughs) And, And you start dating them, or maybe when you're walking down the street from your first job to the supermarket, this person that you meet in your surroundings and your surrounding neighborhood area, did God really place your soulmate right there in that neighborhood? Come on now. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know, you know. And if not, no, maybe you don't. It's just... You don't. You're right. You never know. But um, let me ask you: your first well, dating experiences outside of your teens. Where and how did you meet people in your 20s? Um, By going out. (laughs) By going out, going to parties, you know, being super social and out there. That's primarily how I met people. Um, Did I – but you know what the truth is? Um, (laughs) I'm a very (laughs) live-in-the-moment person. So at that time, in that moment, that was my that was my soulmate at the time. That's who that's who captured my soul. That's who moved me. That's who I was supposed to be with at that time. And I learned something from that. And then my next relationship was the same. Now, do I feel like um, no? Like the life can only be understood backwards, and that that saying is so true. You know, um, but. Mm. 
you know, when you meet someone and you really have feelings for them and you start to fall in love with them or you are in love with them, you feel like in that moment at that time you feel like this is the one. This is my soulmate. This is the one, you know. And and, and sometimes it's not till the next relationship or the next relationship that you look back and you're like, what was I thinking, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, did you yeah, look back? And... I, I've been, I've been, um, you know, there's there's some guys that you know I look back that maybe I dated ten years ago. I'm like, wow, really? Like, not even my type anymore. And I'm like, geez, what was I thinking? Not like they were that bad, but not not somebody I would date now in my life, and definitely not the one my whatever you want to call it, twin flame, love of my life, you know. Um, but I'm in the moment when it was then and there, then that's how it felt, you know. So I don't know. It's funny. It's a funny thing, <laughs> you know. And, and, and see, that's my point. The dating piece, are you any good at dating in your 20s to be able to make a life soulmate decision in your 30s? The people yeah. that you're casting aside or choosing are your experience for finding out who you want, what you want, what you mm-hmm. like, what mm-hmm. you don't like, um, who you could live with. Uh, you're yeah. making up your what I call list as well as your, your deal breakers and your written in stones. If you're doing yeah. anything during your 20s, that should be your motto. Let's get through all these people. So I know and I have some life experience of who I want, who I want to be with and not, you know, financially, that's the number one reason for divorce. Let's talk about sex. How many odd sexual experiences were there in your late 20s or 20s (laughs) where the two of you are sitting on the edge of the bed in the morning and, and thinking, you know, I remember a time and my buddies tease me about this now. They say. Mike, I remember you telling the story. You had to go get some milk early in the morning because you didn't want to hit it again. <laughs> I mean, it's... Oh, I got to go to the store. Let me put my pants on. I got to go to the store. We're, we're out of milk. I, I know you like coffee. <laughs> you know, these weird sexual experiences. Oh, the club, it was nice, moving, sexy, yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. You're too embarrassed to tell what happened during those times when it was awkward. It was really yeah. awkward. And people yeah. didn't want to come. You talk about communication being the key to a relationship. Now you find mm-hmm. out things you don't even want to communicate about. It's like, when is yeah. this person leaving? And, you know, uh, when can I throw the number away? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, and I mean, yeah, for sure. And I think, um, you know, like, it's so true. And that's exactly why, you know, the topic of the conversation, the title of it is, why are you still single in 30? You know, I definitely, I date, but single, yeah, I consider myself single because I'm not married, I'm, you know. And I think I purposely chose that because through my experience, you know, I've had relationships, I haven't always been single, but um, I've learned that, different relationships, like, I, I, I get intrigued by different things and people, and then, so, I just, you know, I date different people, and I, when you know 
now, like I mentioned before, like I feel like I'm ready. I know exactly what I really like most in a person and what I really look for. And like you said, what the deal breakers are, you know, and who I am. You know, I feel like I'm finally at that point where before I was just kind of intrigued my curiosity of learning more. You know, everyone is so different and brings different things to the table and brings different things out of yourself. But I think ultimately, you know, it's who you have the most, chemistry with and who you can really connect with and be yourself with and who brings the best out of you and you know how do you figure out who brings the best out of you when you're still learning yourself you know so and you said the odd you know the the odd sexual experience is just going through all that hoopla um, (laughs) you know brings you to that point and with that being said are you single Mike? Yes, I am. You yes, are. I am so single. you are Okay, okay. And so why I'm gonna put you in the hot seat now. <laughs> this is your turn. <laughs> so why she that you hey, Valley, shoot your best shot. <laughs> Valley, shoot your best shot. Come on, bring it. <laughs> While you laughing, I'm gonna play a record. <laughs> That'll cut that off real quick. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I will. Don't get nervous. Uh, maybe the call just dropped. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do control the buttons up here. You know. <laughs> okay. No, do go it. ahead. Go ahead with your question. I'm cool. No, I mean, I'm curious from a man's perspective. I mean. I know women are much more anxious to be in relationships and men um, are not. (laughs) So, I mean, what is, what do men have a yearning for a wife and kids as well? Um, Do do you feel like they want to be married as much as women want to be married? Or what do you think stops them from getting married? Why are so many young men not getting married? Well, in the in the young man's life, you know, I I kind of kind of think that they're trying to establish their career because marriage is to them financial. Where am I set? And as they probably in this age of Jay Z and Puff Daddy and fast cars and in the videos on BET, their life is totally different than what ours was growing up. We didn't have anybody making four hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, well, for, or worth four hundred thousand uh, dollars, four hundred no, four hundred million. I'm sorry, Jay Z is five hundred <laughs> million dollars. You know, so these these guys have a uh, a different, I guess, reach. But but getting to the guys who are just getting into their careers and and trying to figure it out, they're probably delaying it more and most most often because of financial reasons. You know. They yeah. just left home from their mother's house. They're just now starting to live alone. Do they feel they're secure secure enough? What if they, you know, meet the girl of her dreams and they have a baby and then they can't afford it uh, and mm-hmm. they don't get the promotion? A lot of those things go into men's minds. They're not looking for mm-hmm. the great wedding day. Yet, I would say nine times out of ten, like any 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 man, men are looking for the wife who's going to support them and I don't mean financially but you know just to be behind them and 
and be in their corner, that kind of thing. But, you know, when you depend on that and that's snatched away because of circumstances that you couldn't control, you know, went out there 40, 40 uh, uh, applications and no job and you got to stare her in the face and God forbid you had a baby with her while you're living with her. (laughs) You know, those are the kind of things that men think about because society does have the pressure that you're supposed to be the man. You know, uh, you don't hear, you don't hear woman up, you hear man up, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think that's what, exactly. what a lot of young men are, are faced with and those are those challenges. And in this yeah. society today, you got to understand in the information age, if you look at it, Yahoo, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, uh, there's some major billion dollar corporations but when you add it all up, <laughs> most Americans are passing their resumes to those corporations. That's your competition. Yeah. If you're a millennial and you're any part of STEM, S-T-E-M, your competition is part of STEM. So everybody's okay. passing their resumes at these places. So you're, you're not only competing against your graduating class. You're competing against the entire graduating 2019 class across America when you're looking at those big corporations like Yahoo, Google, uh, Facebook, you name it. And and they can afford to be very selective for those high salaries. Then what are you left with? So I think young men are pretty much focused on the finances first, uh, putting that in order. But not to say that they don't want love. I think uh, many of them do. Um, The problem therein lies, they probably don't have many examples of love, Mm -hmm. what it looks like, how it navigated to get to that point, and uh, someone advising them as to what they should do to uh, navigate. (laughs) That's, you know, a woman only has to accept <laughs> what is she yeah. accepting she's accepting exactly. a man whose society is saying he's going to be the head of your household and yeah. in this society she's making more money than him nine mm-hmm. times out of ten mm-hmm. uh, dynamics have changed just like you said earlier and uh, yeah. I guess to you know really really sum it up you know as far as the millennials and, um, you know, their, their quest to get married. All of these things are now, I guess, more present in their minds because mm-hmm. I think with shows like this, this podcast, and I'm, I know there are others that talk about finance, sex, compatibility, family, and abuse. Those are the five mm-hmm. reasons for divorce. Mm-hmm. Do, do you consider that? During your 20s, probably some of it comes into play when you talk about deal breakers and women you don't want to be with, women talking about men that they don't want to be with. You know, there's a lot of dynamics, mm-hmm. especially in the area of co- compatibility. You know, yeah. she smokes, I don't like a smoker. You know, he he's religious. Yeah. He, he's religious and always reading the Bible. I'm not that religious. I believe in God, but, you know, I don't want to go to church every Sunday with this guy. You know, yeah. <laughs> all those little things come into play. And uh, I think young people, millennials are more cognizant of that 
uh, today mm-hmm. as well. But there are a ton of reasons why they should be married. And I'm just going to get into a couple when we come back. Uh, because right now I want to take you into uh, kind of music, like I said before, that we'll be playing during Black Music Month. Fallon and I, with my guests, we're going to have some guest DJs come on. So that means we, me and Fallon will be able to third, third degree them. And since I've slipped out of her question personally, I'm going to <laughs> get into this next song. <laughs> It's by uh, Atlantic Star, <laughs> the kind of music we used to play at WNJR. And here's the kind, kind of a tease of what you're going to get next month, Black Music Month. The kind of music that shaped R&B that you hear today. Here they are, Atlantic Star with Silver Shadow on the LoveZoneUSA.com.
the sound of Greg Rukas walking in time. Speaking of time, Fallon, it looks like uh, we got about a minute left on this show, and uh, we're going to get oh, ready no. for next week. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun, <laughs> and we're closing out on this yeah. evening with uh, 30-something and single. Why? Well, we gave a lot of reasons why, and I guess the best thing that we can give you as far as advice before we go is that um, give it strong consideration. Marriage is nothing to play around with and make sure that you have given it a lot of thought and that you can live with the choice that you're going to make. Anything you want to say before we close, Fallon? We've got a minute left. Yes. Um, On the flip side of that, I say don't forget to always follow your heart and your intuition. You know, Um, don't think to don't overthink anything, you know. I believe in really always living in the moment and just going with your gut. And if you love somebody and you feel like you want to spend the rest of your life with that person and you guys want to go for it and do it, then just do it. You know, life is so short. If you want to love, definitely love overcomes everything. So if you're in love with somebody and you want to be with that person, just be with them and be happy and live every day like it's your first day honeymoon and you guys will be all good. You know, um, what did I see? I read somewhere that if you um, keep doing what you did in the beginning, there will be no end, you know. So just be true to yourself. Stay who you are. The right person will come in your life and, and the perfect person for your life, you know, but you have to stay true to who you are and keep doing, don't don't lose the spark, you know. Keep doing it every day like it's the first and don't ever think, overthink anything just know you guys love each other and that is how power couples are made uh oh uh oh Fallon Fallon has spoken so y'all remember that well looks like the clock on the wall so that's about all for yours truly and Fallon this week on this Thursday the uh, NBA playoffs are kicking it and uh, for those of you who want to check us out tomorrow be sure to check us out on iHeart and Spotify and all the other platforms as I always say in closing, I've enjoyed your company. Hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, I'll see you another time. Whatever you do, do it with two. It's more fun than one, and put a little love in your life. Love is what we need a lot more of, so says Dion Warwick. On that note, I'm going to leave you with the gentleman that will be here next week, and his name is Phil Perry. We're going to leave you with a song entitled, When It Comes to Love, Dreaming's Out of Season. Go get it here on the Love Zone <laughs>
But I 